You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? Hey, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. Feel it, you feel it? It's a faint vibration. It's a lie. Earth Station Who? A fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Who are you? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that again. Bit of adrenaline, dash of outrage, and a hint of panic knitted my brain back together. I know exactly who I am. I'm the Doctor. Sorting out fair play throughout the universe. Now, please, get off this planet. Well, you still have a choice. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, kids. We're back with more new Doctor Who. Can they keep the streak going? Last week was a great episode. We're over halfway through the season already, kids. Can you believe it already? I'm just shocked. And we are looking at Fugitives of the Jadoon. And was it surprising? Was it of interesting episode we'll talk all about that but we've got a great crew joining us tonight of course we have our regulars mr mike gordon is here finally he's back howdy are you ready for some doctor who news <laughs> the uh the, the the first great episode of the season and i have to miss out on discussing it so um uh, but it was, uh, yes, I, I listened to you guys uh, review it, um, and I, I don't really have much else to add. You guys did a great job. Oh, thank you. You know, Alan was kind of looking at your chair saying, how often is he not here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If, uh, if, if Alan did, you know, if, that, if my spot did become available and, and Alan did fill it, uh, that's an upgrade in my opinion. So you would be doing all right. I, I've never heard him say howdy, so I'm not so sure about that. So, you know, it would be interesting to, you know, to have your seat filled, but there would be a little bit less mic on the show, and I can't do that. I don't want to be the only mic here, so. Fair enough. Yeah, but we have another M here. We have Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, everybody. It is great to be here, and it is really great to be here this time. Yay! How oh, isn't it so much happier when there's good Doctor Who to talk about? <laughs> the last two episodes, yay! Exactly. And rejoining us, it's been, what, about four months or so since you've been here, Eric? A few months. Yeah. Welcome back, Eric Witsinson. Welcome, sir. Uh, thank you. Glad to be here again, especially for this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was like... We wanted, you know, aren't you glad we didn't invite you for, you know, the one where they... Orphan 55. Oh, I, w- <laughs> I was forgetting the name of that, Mary. I was forgetting the name of People will Purposely. never forget the name of that one. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to say, I, I, I'm the one where Kirby, the doctor went on vacation. Kirby will never forgive us for having him guest on that episode. <laughs> we do owe him for that. Well, we're letting him stay at our... Uh, hotel room when we go to Con K. And yes, folks, we are returning to Concaster Burris. It's been officially announced. Earth Station Who is returning and we'll be having a table there. And so we'll talk all about that in a few minutes. So, but yes, so Kirby will be joining us for that also. So that's how he we can repay him for it. 
oh, I'm still going to charge him for the room. Don't worry. You know, but <laughs> I'm not that nice, but yeah, but it's cool. Uh, we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home and please write us at earthstationwho at esonetwork.com. We definitely are, you know, interested to hear what you guys are thoughts on this one. This one had a couple wow moments in it and we'll get to it in a few minutes. We promise we're going to talk about it, but there actually is some Dr. Who news to talk about and might as well jump in. Basically, with Doctor Who news, it's been kind of announced that Ryan Sinclair is going to be doing another series. And it doesn't, you know, basically, Tassin Cole has been cast as the lead role in AMC's new drama series, 61st Street. And, you know, we don't know when it's coming out or, you know, when filming is going to be, is it going to interfere with Doctor Who? So we don't know, but it looks like Ryan actually might be leaving the series. Do you think, guys, if that happens, do you think Graham would stay without Ryan or what? Well, first off, let me just say that I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Cole would want to depart from playing such a deep, in-depth character (laughs) As Ryan Sinclair uh, to go elsewhere and find sat- a satisfying character arc in some other drama. Like, it just shocks me to the core that you would leave a character like this. I can um, imagine that you would have a better character than Ryan Sinclair. But <laughs> he wants to do something other than be dizzy all the time. <laughs> I'm actually surprised somebody wanted to hire him, you know, for the lack of work he's really done on Dr. Who. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I think, you know, you're not wrong. I mean, if this is the only thing on his, uh, you know, on his uh, audition reel, then I got help him. Um, You know, but look, uh, and I don't know. Um, It came out also with this news that, um, and I, and I haven't been able to verify this, so forgive me if this is not great, you know, 100% accurate information, but uh, the next series, Series 13, uh, both Jody and Bradley have signed on. Um, so they are confirmed to be signed on uh, to do that season. Uh, however, uh, Mandip Gill, as well as Toes and Cole, ha- were not signed on. So now anything could happen. You know, um, uh, Mandip could sign. Uh, they with this announcement, they might, um, you know, rethink the whole um, uh, um, Bradley Walsh thing, or you know, Jody might leave, and it just becomes the Graham Show. Um, so, is it it already? I, I, Hello, <laughs> no, no. Come on. Actually, you know, maybe that's the this season. There's just not enough Graham. Like I just am not getting <laughs> my my fill of Graham this season uh, because he has been uh, really toned down this year. One thing I have to give him the credit for is that um, now, unfortunately, that means that uh, he's just as useless as the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> as far as the companions go, but um, uh, you know, it, it looks like there's going to be a shakeup with the companions. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a shakeup. Uh, it, I've read that Jody is definitely confirmed f- for next season. They haven't said anything past that, but I haven't heard anything about Bradley yet. So I don't know where you heard that at. But yeah, multiple sources, including, you know, I think Variety and 
Entertainment Weekly have already said that Jody will definitely be back for next year. So, you know, I love to see, you know, new companions with this doctor, completely all new companions and one or, companion. Or maybe just companion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, exactly. So I, it's just craziness. Um, or as this episode, I mean, we're going to get into it, of course, but, um, uh, you know, maybe uh, the doctor herself becomes a companion. Maybe to the doctor. <laughs> or maybe we'll just have two doctors. Well, also remember, you know, Graham did have a romantic scene in this episode. He did get a nice smooch. He did. Ah, it's true. He did. He was a lucky guy. Exactly. So it was. It's going to be interesting to see how how this wraps up. I don't see, you know, I don't see Ryan lasting past the final episode. I don't see him making it to the New Year's special. Most likely. So, I'm I mean, curious to see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, you know, and I think. Um, I think I also heard that um, uh, Bradley uh, hurt himself on uh, the set of or in filming one. He does another show uh, where uh, he and his son, I think, travel. And I think he hurt his back pretty bad uh, while filming that as, as well. So um, I guess, you know, a lot of things are going to be up in the air. So, um, but really the bottom line is if they're getting rid of companions, um, you know, I, I'm not really sad about that. Um, if, no, if there's going to be a shift in companions at the end of the season, I'm, I'm fine with that. And, and yeah. hopefully all these announcements are things that Chris and company are prepared for, and they will write them off in a uh, decent way. Yes. Well, yeah, we can hope, we can hope or, you know, the way Chibnall's been doing it, you know, they'll just disappear. Boom. Who would notice? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, in, Yaz, in Yaz's case, you know, where is she? Oh, uh, she went back to the police force. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Ryan's going to get left on an alien planet where he will marry the king that he's only spent 10 minutes with. Of course. Of course. At, at uh, the end at the end of this season, it's going to go right back to the, the second episode. And she's going to be like, you know what, fam? Uh, it turns out uh, I do want an upgrade of, of companions. So I'm just going to leave you guys here. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And, you know, I just, I'm curious to see what happens. You know, maybe we'll have finally Ryan go off with Captain Jack or something. I, I don't know. I look, I, you know, I mean, at this point, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm, I don't want anybody to die. No, not at all. No, you don't wish death on anybody. So, yeah, I mean, and that goes for, you know, characters as well. I don't, you know, I don't want to see the, you know, I mean, certainly that would be grim. Um, although the way this show's going, who knows? But, um, uh, you know, and it seems like out of any of them, uh Yaz is is the one who's um really kind of starting to branch out and and shine this season. Yeah, she's I I feel like she is finally at least getting a little more to do than she mm -hmm. was before. Exactly. Ryan's she, really just hasn't done anything. 
No, not even in this episode. And, you know, oh, well, we'll talk all about that in a sec. So we definitely would want to hear from you guys at home. What do you guys think? Which companion should stay? Which should go? Or should we start all over? That's the big question. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment, and we talk about the new episode. Armed with a queer woman's perspective, the Terminus Doctor Who podcast brings you passionate geekery for the world of Doctor Who, covering both the new and classic series. Come check out the Terminus Doctor Who podcast at Terminus.Lipson.com or come look for us on iTunes or your other favorite podcatchers as part of the ESO network. The Terminus Doctor Who podcast. Queer, opinionated, Whovian, female. What is that? A Kidoon warning transmission. Fugitive is highly dangerous. Precautions must be taken. Not that weapon. Not here. Humans will die. Uh, we need to go. What are you talking about? Go where? Do you trust me, Ruth? Sometimes. I think you know far more than you're telling me. I'm sorry it has to end this way. You got so close to escaping. Contract states Jadun must deliver fugitive to contractee and division. This goes way higher than me. So who would that be? Whatever is coming for you, we'll be here. By your side, like it or not. You're probably a bit confused right now. Ah. This I gotta see. Hey everyone, welcome back. Now we're talking about Fugitive of the Jadoon. This one took me totally by surprise. I didn't know what to expect. I thought, ah, the Jadoon are back. We've seen them twice before on Doctor Who, and it's been since the Russell T. Davies era that we actually got to see them. And it, because I don't think they appeared in Matt Smith's era or in Capaldi's, did they? They did. Uh, they were actually, um, I think, at the end of Matt Smith's. When they were um, on that on that planet, Christmas. I think so. Because um, I know they, they weren't part they, of the silence. They do show up um, as part of the Alliance of Enemies in the Pandora Opens. Um, they are also in, um, I think, like I said, I think they're in the, uh, that at the end on that Christmas planet or whatever too, but, um, but they're just like little brief glimpses. Yeah. They're in, um, uh, it, it, it does say here, um, that they appear in, uh, Smith and Jones, the stolen earth, end of time, Pandora opens. Good Man Goes to War, Magician's Apprentice, and Face the Raven. Okay. So there have been, uh, now those are cameos, most of those, but they, they've been kind of there. Nope. Okay. So we've, but we still haven't, this is the first time they've had a story with them yes. since, you yes. know, like, like a full story. Since right. Smith and Jones. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did make the appearance. The fairly big appearance with when the Daleks stole the Earth in the David Tennant era. Yeah, and I think they are in uh, Sarah Jane. Okay. But they're kind of a smoke screen here anyway. <laughs> that's that's really true. Yeah, they're not really the main. Um, and this is the second time that Chibnall and crew have done this this season, where they've been like, hey, everybody, this is what the, sh- the episode's about. 
and they've sort of like waved their hand and said like this is you know did you do no back hey everybody and then not one but two punches uh that they give us when we're not looking um and uh um i thought it was really interesting i thought i thought it was really interesting mike because i'd already seen this episode when i listened to you guys talk about the last episode and Mike, you were so funny because you're like, well, I hope the next few episodes have some surprises for us. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> nope. I was blind, blinded when I was talking about that last week. And, you know, good on Chris for pulling this out. I was like really amazed. Nobody knew that Captain Jack was coming back. It's like, and it was funny as hell when I heard the voice on the, you know, over the intercom, it's like, wait a minute. No. And then he popped up. It yeah, was, that was an awesome moment. Barrowman has that voice and it's just like, you recognize it. And it's just like, why? It's like, or it's like, is he going to be the face of Bo now or something? Right. No. Yeah. I wondered, is, is, does he just have a voiceover? Nope. <laughs> He's there. And it's really, it's a small appearance, but it's, it's, it's a very fun one. I mean, it's really a great scene with him and Graham. Mm-hmm. And I was reading an interview with him and basically he was saying he had to lie on even social media. Cause if he, if he showed up in Cardiff, people would know he was filming Dr. Who. Right. And, you know, Although it was like, he posted about it right before it aired in America. Of, well, cause he, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, everybody, watch tonight. I'm back. It's like, dude. Yeah, with the picture of a TARDIS next to him. Yeah. Dumbass. But even then, he still probably didn't surprise. I mean, there's another surprise here that obviously he, you know, he didn't uh, uh, ruin. So, Um, and interestingly enough, um, I saw uh, something with Chibnall said that he's not going to be back this season. Jack won't? Yeah, he said, well, you won't see Captain Jack till next season again. Okay. Hmm. And I was like, now it could be a smokescreen. It could be. Well, I know the Cybermen are coming back. They've already shown it in the the trailers. Well, that doesn't mean that Jack's back. No, not at all. But, yeah, I wondered about that. And and I'm just going to say for the record that I was not ecstatic I, I i liked the fact that jack was back but i was not happy with the way he was used in this beware the ides of march mm-hmm. <laughs> that- <laughs> no that's I a good way to put it i like the way he was used uh, in I, it. I first of all uh, i didn't mind it was, his hairpiece was awful um and uh i i liked his attitude i mean he was jack uh to be sure i don't i don't um dismiss anything Thing that Barrowman did because he he is definitely the character still but at the end he's talking in riddles and code and Jack doesn't do that Jack is like as free as you can get like as far as uh you know tell the doctor not to you know like all this code stuff about the Cybermen and I just was that didn't feel now I'm, now obviously if they're going to tie him in which is you know the the, the Davies thing that he's going to eventually become the face of Bo, then yes, he's going to start talking in code more and more as he gets older. But it just, I was like, Jack, what is this? I, I don't even know why you're here and what you're doing. And it just, it, 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 it left me unsatisfied. 
Okay. And with everything else going on, it just seemed like something to take the, uh, you know, the companions don't really work. So let's take them out of this story for a while. Give them something to do. Basically be an answering machine for the doctor. And, and, and that's all they're, that's all they really accomplish. And, and I was like, that's, that, that didn't satisfy me. Okay. I, I agree because that, yeah, may, well, I, I liked him coming back and everything. I liked uh, how he played the role. It just seemed that he was basically there to get all the companions out of the way. Thank get, God get, for get, Jack get, then. Yeah, get, get, a, get a plot point across uh, for the rest of the season, get the companions out of the way so we can get to the real story and uh, then I mean, uh, just disappear again for a while. I think that's true, but but I was fine with it. Yeah. And, I mean, it and, was just, it was a fun moment for me. And I actually didn't really want him to overstay his welcome. No, because too much Captain Jack becomes Torchwood. And there you go. <laughs> well, I see, I disagree. If Jack's back, I want Jack back. Like, I don't want it just a little, like, cameo where he's just like, tell the doctor this. Okay, bye now. And that's it. That's all we see him. It just doesn't, it seems like that character is is, is worth a little bit more than that. And and should and we should respect it more than that? That we no. should he should have something like relevant uh, to do um, rather than you know we're just wrapped up in all these questions more than anything else, which is fine. It's Doctor Who, I get that, but the fact you know if none of these are resolved for a while or if ever, then I'm, you know. There's so many questions. Like, what was Jack doing there? Like, what Dude, alliance is he working for? It's a better subplot and a, do- a lot of better questions than pretty much anything else Chibnall has done since this he's taken over the series. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, it's that, sort of but, like I mean, this it's sort I of do. like watching a two parter. Also, I can't. Yeah. It, it's a. I think we'll probably have a different take on it after we see where it goes. It looks like next week has nothing to do with anything that came up this week. You know, what can you tell from a trailer? Who knows? Well, I mean, case in point, this one, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I guess we'll see, but it did, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was a, and then when Chibnall came out and said, oh, we're not going to see him again until next year. I was kind of like, I don't know. It just seemed like, okay, well, what, what was that all about? I would take um, that with a grain of salt. And, uh, and that may be true. That may be true. Um, now, is this going to start being a running joke? One thing that really got me about his appearance is, once again, we got uh, them mistaking Graham for the doctor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So is this going to be some sort of running joke that Chibnall thought was funny for this season? Or? That, yeah, uh, that he didn't really want to do like a lot last season because it was the first season. But now he's like, oh, let's do this more now. Yeah, but, but yeah, that that needs to stop. <laughs> You're right about well, that. Well, exactly. <laughs> that was once was okay, but yeah. Although to be fair, good. the two times that the two times where it happened this has happened this season were different circumstances. One is someone who had never met the doctor and just assumed and with Jack, all the doctors he's known have been men, so of course he, you know, and like I mean, he the his reaction to it was was typical Jack, Captain Jack. So um, so yeah, I don't uh, uh, um, I don't know. I like I said, I'm. It just feels like 
and especially on the weight of everything else that's going on in this episode, it just feels like last year Chibnall was like, I'm not going to bring anything back. I'm just going to pave my own way. And this season he's like, you want stuff back? I'm just going to throw stuff at you. (laughs) You get this back and you get this back and you get this back. You want this fan service, fan service, fan service. And I'm like, and it's working so much better. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I kind Maybe of, I kind of some, agree. Sure. I kind of agree with you, but I think in this episode it worked. I think I mean, it worked I, really I well. Thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Yeah, because that's so showing a reset, so that's definitely it's it's working a lot better. But you know what worked the best, and I was so happy to see back the round things on the walls. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we might as well jump in with both feet. We got a new doctor or new old doctor. Or do we? Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Well, she's definitely Gallifreyan, but is she Gallifreyan from our reality, an alternate reality? I know Chibnall saying, oh, she's definitely the doctor. It's not a fake, you know. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. It's not from another universe. I mean, just because he says that, it means nothing. Absolutely. I mean, that's true. Um, But, I mean, I sort of have to... At this point, we just, I mean, we, you know, we have to play along, right? Um, I know many people who are like, oh, it's just like, uh, you know, the the time that, um, I can't remember his name now, but uh, that Christmas episode with the doctor, the guy who thought he was the doctor, right? Oh, um, the next that doctor. Was a, that was a terrible yeah. episode. And, yeah. uh, and I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't think that's it. Um, uh, well, no, because she had a TARDIS. He only had a TARDIS, which was a hot air balloon, dude. If you no, remember, no, I, yeah, yeah, that. she had I, an actual know, TARDIS. I wasn't. Well, she had the TARDIS. Actually, the TARDIS. It was the police box. And you oh, know, but you can make you, a TARDIS look like anything. I mean, well, oh, I know, <laughs> but it's you know, it's how many you know we've seen other Time Lords have you know their TARDIS in other shapes and everything. Why would they, you know, if she's not the doctor and even the, you know, the control room that she had was very similar variation, more modernized a little bit of the Hartnell TARDIS. This is interesting because I'm finding that when people are talking about this, there seems to be a definite split between people who think that she's actually like she is legit a incarnation of the doctor and there's others who are not convinced and i and both both camps seem to like the idea but i just wonder like at the end of it when this is resolved like it are those people gonna are like which people are going to be happy you know i'll be happy either way you know well i won't not if it's written like crap i won't as long as she doesn't go on vacation with the doctor i'll be fine you know <laughs> i would feel so much better about this if i was confident in the showrunners but the showrunners have given me no could... reason to think that they're going to be able to pull this off in a great way i don't want to prejudge uh... it though I mean, I, I, I so missed Mike last week. I really yeah, did. <laughs> I personally, personally, I, I love this episode because of all the possibilities that now w- could it go down the tubes? Yes. But I don't, I don't want to think that it's going to go down the tubes. I want to at least go into it with an open mind. And, and there's so many different directions it, it could go. I mean, we could speculate forever. You know, it could be a doctor that somehow came into being but wasn't supposed to. 
you know, we could do, I hope not, but we could, it could be the master. I mean, there's, you know, there's a million different ways you could go. Then you so, also had that, that young woman who was, you know, sent to destroy the doctor and she was Gallifreyan. Yeah. Yeah. And she was representing the, the Gallifreyan Alliance that hired the Zizou. Right. Exactly. And, and so we don't know anything yeah. about that. And so it was. And then it was implied that she didn't know that Gallifrey would be destroyed. Right. It was news news to her. And that's the one weird thing is that, you know, Gallifrey is supposed to remain constant in a timeline. You can't jump around in Gallifrey's history, supposedly. And then having somebody from from the Gallifrey's past come to our present type thing you know yeah that does seem odd that somebody from Gallifrey's past would hire the Jadoon of the present <laughs> like it's just just like but, what but, there, like, yeah, but, but, but we could, we no, could just very no easily be uh, present yeah well I don't know it just to me it just feels like uh you know someone who just is is, is not really understanding I don't know I, I didn't I didn't care for it I didn't care for it I didn't care for it, and I and uh, I didn't care for I the idea of the new doctor. This other doctor is fine. The casting of this other doctor is fantastic. Um, but I will say that I uh, I didn't like her as a character of the doctor because I didn't feel like you know. I mean, when she found out her companion was dead. There was no emotion whatsoever. Um, we didn't get a moment with with her feeling bad about that. She she's more of a a fighter and she uses weapons. And the same reasons why Jody didn't uh, Jody's doctor didn't like her. I kind of was in the same opinion. So um, I I uh, you know and I realize I'm not supposed to like her. Although a lot of people seem to like her, so I don't know if I'm really supposed to like her or not. But I don't. That's why I think she is actually a pre-Hartnell doctor that for some reason wiped from her history and everything is because her attitude towards losing a companion, her mannerisms, her completely alien disconnect from anything else around her once she gets her memory back is very much like uh, Hartnell was and like the first doctor was in the first series in An Unearthly Child where he was more than willing to just kill somebody to get him out of the way. Uh, there's a scene in there where he uh, takes a rock and is about to bash some caveman's head in oh, yeah. just to get him out oh, of the yeah. way because it's, in, because the, the, it's inconvenient. Yeah, but, well, but exactly. I, I, don't, I, I don't like that either. <laughs> so it's not right. like I'm, you know, I'm consistent with that as far as my doctors, you know, I don't like my doctors waking up and strangling their companion. It's like, I don't <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't like that. Um, and, and I get it. I'm not supposed to like that. So, you know, they're doing their job. I'm not saying that it's written poorly. I'm just saying that uh, as a, you know, as a viewer, it just turns me the wrong way. So um, I, I find it interesting that after the first episode or so, um, yeah, the, the first episode when the master uh, whispers in the doc- doctor's ear, you know, everything you know is a lie. That was a red flag for me as far as what was going to happen. And of course, now we're seeing that, that sort of play out and I'm skeptical. I'll admit it. I'm skeptical because of the people in charge. 
but I, a person that I know that uh, we were talking about Doctor Who, we were talking about that first episode, and he said, do you know anything about this timeless child thing? And I said, no, I don't know anything about it. I don't know what it means. It's going to be interesting to see this play out. And he said, I've heard a rumor that they're going to use this as an excuse to bring back, like bring into the forefront all these like past women doctors. And I was like, I was like, well, that would be weird. And he's like, yeah, that's apparently there's some secret thing or whatever, where uh, they would, there's been a whole bunch of other doctors that we haven't known about over the course of the doctor's history that have been hidden. And most of them have been women and other races and everything. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, wow, that's really strange. I hadn't heard anything about that. But then again, I don't really pay attention to rumors and everything. And then this episode drops and I'm like, well, what do you know? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on here, but this is interesting. It is interesting. I hope they don't go that direction. You know, there's always been rumors going around that Hartnell was not the first incarnation of the doctor right. well and not just rumors i mean the the fourth doctor adventure where he goes back and we see all those faces right oh in brains of morbius yeah where it was where it was actually the crew <laughs> exactly. they just needed people to fill right. in <laughs> and everything and yeah they've they've talked about it and i'm not opposed to that but you know that's part of the fun of doctor who is you don't know why he she left gallifrey and the whole thing with, is Susan really his granddaughter? You know, the whole thing with that. And, you know, in this one, the doctor was traveling with this guy named Lee. You know, was Lee, you know, was he, obviously he was Gallifreyan also. And well, well, she she called him her protector, not not her companion or friend exactly. or assistant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because the doctors we know of have had uh, protectors uh, that have that haven't that that have been human as well and non-human as well. So, yeah, well, in family of blood, you know, I mean, you could argue that Martha's his protector companion, kind of, sort of, yeah. No, he, she definitely was, and you know, basically that glass thing in the lighthouse was basically the same thing as a fob watch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right the the what is it the break called the, the glass the chameleon right. arc? Yeah, the yeah. chameleon arch. Which again another thing. I you know, I thought that was clever to have that, you know, come back. It was so, kind of cool to see that again. Are you guys familiar with uh, what's called the Cartmel the Cartmel master plan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, how, how he basically wanted uh was it ace to eventually become a time lord? Well, also that the doctor um, would somehow have had a lot in his past that he was not aware of and could possibly be the other that had also that had been one of the three founders of Gallifreyan society. So that's also kind of where I'm wondering if he might if they might be resurrecting that and trying to take that someplace. Because it was. Yeah, because it's, it was originally that the doctor was supposed to be a lot more than just a time Lord, that he was practically a demigod. And I wonder if that might be where Chimnall's decided to suddenly go with this type of situation. Yeah. I mean, I did, I wondered about that too. If, if, I mean, he's sort of like a, he, she is sort of a proto time Lord founded the whole, whole thing and that it, yeah. 
I kind of hope they don't go there. Um, I'm not going to be surprised if they do, actually. But it's kind of nice how leaving leaving the doctors or whatever the doctor was before Hartnell as a as a mystery. There's, it's nice to have an air of mystery. Mm-hmm. They kind of, if you remember, they kind of touched on it when they showed Clara going back and hiding under the doctor's bed when he was a small boy. Yeah, that. And to be fair, that I didn't really care for either. When whenever Moffat went kind of like, I'm going to explain, you know, the stuff about the doctor in the doctor's past or whatever, without really explaining the doctor's past. And I just think it's a road that we we don't need to go in. I mean, I don't watch Doctor Who to find out about what the secrets of the doctor are. Like I could care less. Like, like he's got it. He or she has her secrets, and I, I want to just go on adventures and you know have stories that are relevant to today and and you know and are pretty entertaining. Um, I think whenever you start, like that's why when you know when the master said everything you know is a lie, I'm like, oh, they're gonna try to go back and do some stuff and. I don't know. I mean, we'll wait and see where, where it pans out, but I just, I can't say I'm terribly excited. I'm totally excited. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited where it's going. Yeah. This last episode really got me energized. And and a lot of people are, and I'm, I'm glad for that. Uh, uh, The critical reception has been amazing. The fans have been amazing. Like I've seen like a lot of people out there going like, Hey, this is awesome. This is cool. This is like Doctor Who just is like cool again and everything. Everybody needs to watch this. They they really and I'm much like, man, I wish I was there. I wish I was there. I'm I'm not, um, but I wish I was there too. I I'm excited for what's coming. These last two episodes have re-energized me for this season, for this doctor, even for Chibnall in a little bit. Hopefully it won't leave me flat at the end of the season i'm going you know i don't want to be there i don't want to be that person i don't want it to be that um you know just like i reckon for the old days of doctor who where we actually did like russell t davies you know and you know stuff like that but you know (laughs) truthfully i i'm enjoying it and i've watched this episode twice already and I want to see it a third time because I want to see the look on Jody's face again when she, she says, I'm the doc. The other woman says, I'm the doctor. And she's like, what? You know, type <laughs> thing. That was just, it was just priceless. It was, and it was nice not having to worry about where the fripping companions were type thing. Because none of them <laughs> were being underused or whatever. They were with Jack. And Jack <laughs> got just all Jack babysitting. Exactly. Jack the babysitter. And, you know, it, and it was awesome. And for I've, once the doctor felt what it was like to be talked down to by somebody who thinks they're superior to everybody else. And Exactly. No, you're completely right. And somebody who isn't the master, basically. I, you know. I right. think that dynamic was interesting. And I thought, like, once again, you know, no, no uh, fault of Jody's. I mean, she played it as well as anybody could have. Um, the scenes with her trying to figure out what's going on, trying to get on a handle on things, trying to get on top of things. Um, uh, and, uh, she, you know, I, I just appreciate her so much. Oh, and um, I love, I loved it when she said, I want to talk to you woman to woman when she's talking to the Jadoon commander. 
Oh, that yeah. That was just awesome. That was great. And I was just on the production side, they did the Jadoon really well. Oh, yeah, yeah they did. The way oh, they yeah. Their faces. Yeah. Especially after Orphan 55 and the monsters and that. This oh, God, like yeah. This light was, years yes. ahead. And this was all practical effects with them, wasn't it? A lot seemed to be. A little, they seemed overall, but it seemed like there was some CGI mixed in with it. Like, especially like their, their, when they were speaking and everything. Yeah, I felt like their mouths had some CGI. I think yeah, it was yeah exactly. Mixture. This was not a cheap show to do. This oh, was no. not a cheap no. episode to produce. No, right? this is the why they the poured cheap, money in. The cheapest scenes it looked like was Jack's spaceship, truthfully. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that just looked like it was a room. And it looked like it was a gymnasium or something that they yeah. decided. Let's put a console in it. Right. We'll put a fake cardboard console in and it'll look space agey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because we ran out of money. But that was okay. It was so funny. Also, when uh, just another thing about last week's episode when Alan was like, I'm really looking forward to the next two episodes because, you know, uh, you know, this, the, the Fusion of Jejun is written by uh, Vinay Patel. And then the next one after that is written by Pete McDeague. And I'm like, Pete McDeague, you mean the guy who wrote Kerblam? Yeah. Like, he, he how am I really, supposed to get excited Kerblam. for that? I know he, he did, Kerblam. but I'm like, come on, guys. How am I supposed to, like, get excited for next week? Oh, yeah. I was not excited about that either. <laughs> I, I was not a fan of Kerblam. Yeah, Mary and I were like, Really? Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can, was... I, I, even though I was listening to the episode, I could see your faces when he said that. I was, like, I was like, yep. Uh, you guys are probably like, what? Oh, well, it's too late in the show to, to argue. Kind of, sort of. Exactly. All right. That's all the episode for tonight. No. Uh, but yeah, it was, this one lived up to the hype. This one, you know, I was, ex- I was excited because the Jadoon were back. I was, and then for them to throw, another doctor in and jack it was just awesome and i was more excited after watching this more for the new doctor than jack you know type thing oh yeah definitely yeah i am excited to see people cosplaying as the new doctor i guess they're oh yeah i guess we're calling her the ruth doctor is that what i've seen mostly like most i've heard some people say call her ruth doctor or doctor and you know when her funko pop comes out i'll I'll buy it, of course, you know. <laughs> but even with this introduction of the new Doctor, uh, one thing a lot of people I don't think noticed was um, they wrote Jody. They wrote Jody's Doctor quite a bit more calm. She isn't running around like a chat, cat chasing a mosquito the entire episode. She's actually a lot calmer and a lot more focused than she's been portrayed in the last episodes. Yeah, Eric, I I agree. Like the, throughout the episode, she's running around trying to figure out what's going on with the Jadoon and trying to solve this, and trying you know when they go to the lighthouse, she's running around. You know, she tells what's her name to start a fire. She's going to go out in the back and and dig up the parents. Ew! But um, <laughs> but the minute she sees that TARDIS, I mean, I kind of felt the same way that she did. The minute it's that TARDIS is revealed, you're like what and and it and it takes a while to try to recover from that like like story-wise character-wise even viewer-wise your brain is just like what (laughs) and it was perfect if you think back to the different doctor crossovers the doctors never really like each other and so that's true 
I think yeah, maybe in the 50th anniversary special, you know, you had uh, Tenet's doctor and Matt Smith's doctor yeah, pretty much getting on. Bros. They're doctors yeah. bros. But, you know, when, you, <laughs> when you've had the second doctor and the third doctor ever meeting or when Doctor Two and Doctor Six met. Or, Five and ten you know, got along. Yeah. Well, their father, you know, yeah. that father was before. In law, you know. well, that was before. That's because Ten yeah, had to kiss but, up to the father-in-law. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly. before all that, though. But that was his doctor, right? So, I mean, that's that yeah. makes sense as well. So, well, exactly. But it's it was interesting because if you notice, the interaction between the Ruth doctor and Jody's doctor was very similar to three and two. You know, they were sniping at each other the whole time, and even you know, being. I don't want to say female, but they were griping about each other. I would, I never would wear something like that, you know, type thing, you know, like that, I, that shirt, I would never be seen in something like that. And then her going, well, look at your pants. They don't even go all the way down to your shoes. You know, it was just awesome. It, it's really interesting. And I, and I, and I do want to see, I do want to watch this one again, because I want to see it without, you know, Without all the commercials, right? All the commercials, no. Well, uh, I, you know, as we said, I don't. We've done this before. I don't. I don't worry about commercials. Um, uh, but I, I think that you know, a second viewing will be good to, to especially to watch a lot of those scenes. But ultimately, like I said, I, um, the ideas were kind of cool, but the the execution, I think, in some cases, was not to my liking because. You know, I expect my doctors to do stuff clever. And if you've got two of them, I'm thinking, okay, something really clever is going to happen here at the end. And it just, it just ends. Like, it just ends with this empty, like, I don't, there's nothing clever. There's nothing, like, it's not resolved. Whatever the story is, it's not resolved. So um, it, it's, it felt me, it, I felt kind of empty, actually. I will say that I, I, it did start to lose it a little for me at the end, as much as I love this episode. I did also feel like it kind of, uh, they didn't quite know where to go <laughs> at, at the end. So I, I can see where you're coming from, but I, but the rest of it just, um, I totally enjoyed all the way through. I mean, we've got, you know, I mean, it's not, uh, it's historic. Um, you know, it made headlines. So it, it got eyes on the show again, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't fault that at all, you know, for them to, to, to do something, uh, you know, to, to cast, uh, is it Joe Martin? Is that her name? Yeah. Joe Martin. Yes. To cast Joe Martin as, as a doctor, uh, an incarnation of the doctor is, is, you know, I mean, people are going to argue that it's way, you know, it should have happened sooner and yes, it should have, but the fact that they've done it now it's kind of interesting. I just hope it just pays off, you know, like don't just do it for a stunt. Um, that's not, that's not what you should be doing. Right. Yeah. I don't really want them to retcon either. I mean, I, they, they know, did that with the war doctor and it still confuses people. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to like, Oh, there's actually 15 doctors or there's, you know, like, how do you, I don't know. I, I have no idea how they're going to like explain this. And, 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 you know, that's not to say that the doctor, doctor who can't take chances like that. Like, you know what, if, if, if we call her 13, but she's really 64, who cares? Right. I I don't, 
you know, I mean, it adds to the confusion maybe, and, and it makes it a little bit more um, inaccessible for new viewers, I think, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought she was another war doctor at first when she started doing the whole long kiss goodnight thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Good point. At, Good point. After all of a sudden she uh, started getting some memories back. And I thought uh, that's the first thing I thought is, oh, we got another war doctor. Nope, agreed. But, uh, out no, not at all. And it's, I'll be very interesting, you know, could it be that her memory's wiped and she regenerates into Hartnell? You know, there's so many different things it could well, be. Yeah, there's a million different ways they could go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it also goes back to my theory that the master and the doctor were once married. <laughs> Way they act, yeah, I wouldn't. They I act wouldn't, like an old married couple passed, or an old divorced couple. Case. An old divorce couple. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, I know pretty much my ex would probably want to destroy humanity to make sure I was, you know, unhappy. <laughs> so definitely would understand that. So, yeah, I could see that. She also shrinks people with this really weird ray. So. <laughs> uh, your ex? Yeah, or? well. <laughs> okay. So, and, I thought all all right. those were, and I thought all those were pop figures on your shelf. Oh, no, those are just friends who've been at parties. <laughs> they just got in the way. They just got in the way of her. She just, she just mails them, puts them in boxes and mails them to me. <laughs> you know, she she lives in uh, Everett, Washington. It goes by the name Funko. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, any final thoughts before we go ahead and rate this tonight? I hope that they I hope that they continue where they're going with it and that they actually do something good with it. And I also hope at some point they explain how um her TARDIS is also still a police box. And uh they're the, you know it's it's folly to ask for final thoughts because we're gonna be talking about this for a long, long, long no, time. You're completely Yeah. This is I mean, just this is just the beginning. I mean right. for better or for worse, uh this show is now just broken open. Yeah. Um, and that is kind of that is kind of exciting. I was thinking about this earlier that it's that it was going to be really hard to review this one because it there are so many questions, and yeah. and it's all questions. And I enjoyed that. I'm not saying I didn't, but but it's it's hard to review it without knowing where it's going. Yeah, it's 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 like it's like what, the one of the reasons why we didn't review the first episode by itself because we knew it was a two-parter so we not, we knew that was going to be unfair mm-hmm. and uh and you know like i've said um if i had more confidence in the people that are making this show i would be as excited to watch you know this develop as anybody but um you know i'm i'm a little bit more reserved okay well you're you know you're entitled to it and it'll be very interested to see how this plays out let's go ahead and rate this one out of five tardises one being the worst five being the best eric we're gonna let you go first tonight um i'll go with four it might go up to four and a half if uh they go they actually do resolve all this and um go with it and make it all satisfactory but at this point at this point it's uh it's a ford so and hoping that they don't they don't screw everything up awesome i could definitely see that mary i'm gonna go down on a limb <laughs> give it a four and a half even though i i absolutely understand everyone's reservations and i have not 
exactly been a champion for Chris Chibnall either. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive and and hope that it gets resolved in a satisfactory way. And if nothing else, I really enjoyed this episode and it was just a thrill ride from the start to finish for me. Fair enough. Okay, Mikey. I'm going to give this a, a four as well, uh, or a four. I don't think anybody's given it for you, so I'm giving a four. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, Eric, sorry. Um, I'll give it a four as well. He's Eric. a nobody. It's okay. You know. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Good company. Good company. Um, okay. uh, because, and it's just me because I'm just trying to figure out how to even judge this episode or review it or what have you. Um, I give it a rating um, because it's got this whole. You know, the whole thing with the Jadoon is just a, a excuse. Um, again, I don't want to give them um, uh, credit for finding a entertaining way to get rid of the companions for an episode. Like, just because Captain Jack is just babysitting them, shouldn't you should still treat them like characters that we care about. Um, like, so they don't get up. They shouldn't get a pass for that. But on the other hand... This is the most daring thing that Chibnall has done since he's gotten the job. And I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him props for that. I'm going to give him props for that. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to match up with Mary on this one. I'm going to do a four and a half. I thought it was extremely strong. The last, if this is a sign of what's to come, with this storyline or with Doctor Who this season, please bring it on. As long as we don't have Orphan 55 ever again, you know, I'm be fine with that. <laughs> you know, you know, I, but I rank that up with like the Mr. Sandman episode or, you know, stuff like that. There's some really stinkers. Every season has at least one. And, but I also think the Tesla episode and going into this one, I think we're on a roll. Let's see if we can go into next week and continue with this. Fingers are crossed, folks. Kablam like, two. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> the return I, of Kablam. I've not been able to look at bubble wrap the same way ever since. You know? Hey, he got a pop figure out of it, so <laughs> I haven't gotten that one yet. I still need to get that one. <laughs> but I will, so it's okay. I think it's a really interesting thing. What did you guys think of at home? We definitely would love to hear from you. Please write us at EarthStationWho at ESONetwork.com. Let us know what you guys thought on this one. Do you think it's going to continue? Is it going to fall on its face? I'd like to hear some predictions, what you guys think this is going to turn into. Please let us know. You know, I'm very curious to see. Do you agree with maybe Chibnall rewriting a lot of Doctor Who history and redconning this stuff in? I'm very curious to see where this is going to go. All right. Let's thank our folks for being here tonight. Eric, you made it through another one with us, my friend. Yes, I did. Thank you so, so much. Hopefully you didn't You're scare you away too much. No, you didn't. Thank you very much for uh, having me back again. Well, maybe we'll have you back at the end of the season to get your some of your final thoughts on how the season went. Oh, that sounds good. Eric, before you get out of here, do you want to promote your stuff? Sure. Um, I co-host, along with Eric Paul Johnson, the Face the Music podcast, 
which is available anywhere that you can find a podcast, including your new location of iHeartRadio. And also uh, that comes out every, uh, well, every Saturday at midnight. And uh, also Expel Gray Matter on Blogspot if you want to read my movie reviews and if you want to hear me uh, play a bunch of weird music. It's uh, Vinyl Casserole every Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific time on on, uh, maxradio.ca. I thought it was my old radio station. Well, thank you so much. And thank goodness you're almost done with Xanadu. That's all I need to say. Yeah, unfortunately, I got to, I'm going to have to actually watch that movie sometime this coming week because we're about to, yeah, we're about to get to that last episode and start doing our bonus episode. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. Okay. And of course, let's thank our regulars. Mary, anything you want to promote or talk about real quick? Uh, Well, first of all, I'm so happy and excited that, at least in my opinion, we finally had a really good episode to sink our teeth into. And uh, you can find my artwork on maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. And Mr. Mike. As always, it's my pleasure. Always good to have you back, sir. Ah, I missed uh, I missed hanging out with you guys last uh, last week and and getting to talk all about uh, the Tesla episode. That's been uh, that was a highlight for me um, uh, this season for sure. That is awesome, and we would like to also you know let you know we are going to be back once again weekly. This is pretty weird doing Doctor Who every single week, <laughs> you know. I know we shouldn't get used to it. We got only what four after this. We only got five more episodes left. And we're at the halfway point. We yeah. crossed it over. Over the hump. Uh, don't, I don't want to think about having to fill in again for another year and a half or something. <laughs> Maybe we'll start talking about ELO songs instead. You know, I think that might be fun to do. I don't know. I think there might be a podcast about that somewhere. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Let us. Uh, say we'll be back next week and we are going to be talking of course all about you know the sequel to this episode maybe called praxius let's see what it's about where it goes and if there's bubble wrap that's all i could say to it so until then my name is mike faber we'll see you here next time on the podcast peace and we're done boom Woo-hoo. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. to get hit with a bunch of uh, angry emails and messages flame wars from the <laughs> Tozen Cole fan club <laughs> all two of them <laughs> this has been a broadcast of the ESO network be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through amazon.com or the TeePublic store 
which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.